Today's show is pre-recorded. Will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Um, five things that I know successful people have to do. To be successful, the principles are the same. You can apply it to anything. You know, if you want to be happily married, you know, whatever it is, the principles of success are the same. There are a series of things that you have to do. You cannot skip the steps of success. If you do, you're going to have to go back and step on them anyway. So here's, 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 a, here's a part, man, that I want you all to understand about me and, 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 and about how to look at it. You know, uh, you, you cannot underestimate faith and prayer. You just can't. You cannot underestimate the power of faith and the power of prayer. See, for me, this is just for me now. This ain't in the scripture nowhere. This is just something I discovered. What prayer did for me was, was it tied me to my creator. It gave me a sense, and I'm describing it this way, but I'm telling you it's deeper than this, but it gave me a sense that I wasn't alone. And in actuality, I wasn't. But prayer helped connect me to the power source that was available to me to get through, get around, or get over whatever it was that was in the way. Whether it was just a period I stretched, I had to go through of hard work. It had to 
period I had to go through to learn some lessons, uh, some periods I had to go through from having to pay for some of the mistakes I've made, whatever the case may be. Prayer gave me a decided advantage, especially, uh oh, here we go, especially over my enemies. Now, the majority of people in my life that were my enemies, I didn't want them to be my enemies. Make no mistake about this. But through the thing called life, some things went down, some things happened from here and there and went over here and over that way, and a person became my enemy. The majority of enemies I had came out of nowhere. I have no reason to even see why they are my enemies. But, you know. Life goes on, man. It happens from time to time. Some some people just won't let it go. See, some people in their uh, quest to do something to you or to make you pay, they just won't let it go. Well, it may cause you some discomfort, and some of it may be lies about you and, and all of this and all of that, but you that, that, that can't prohibit you from going forward. So what I'm saying is prayer gave me the strength, wisdom, understanding, and courage to either go through it, go around it, or go over it. But it happened. I do not know how I could have made it without faith and without prayer. It it would have, something would have got me. YouTube would have got me. The bloggers would have got me. My partners that I grew up with that used to laugh behind my back, they would have got me. My friend that went over to my mother's house one time and told her, you know what Steve's problem is? He out there telling them jokes. He just lazy. He don't want to work. That would have got me. They didn't know. I ain't really mad at them because they was just, all they was doing was basing their uh, conversations and passing judgment based on what they knew based on what they believed. They didn't believe I was going to make it. But but that's them, though. If it was not for faith, which is the belief in things that you cannot see, I wouldn't have made it. Because I would have listened to everybody else who didn't see me getting here and went along with it. And then prayer, oh my goodness, man. How many times has prayer bailed me out? Prayer has bailed me out. Prayer still bailing me out. <laughs> Tell you the truth, man. Quiet as it's kept. Prayer. That connection to your Heavenly Father. That connection to your Creator. That connection to that source of power and inspiration. That connection of never feeling that you're alone. You know, I was watching uh, Bishop Jakes on uh, TV yesterday, and it was a repeat. And one of the things he was talking about, well, let me just get to the gist of it. I was going through a portion of my life, and I, and I, and I went through it for some years, y'all. I had gotten myself into a jam that lasted for years. I'm telling you, for years, with some serious consequences to follow, for years. And... I was so busy looking at where I was at. I was sulking sometimes, man. I'd get on the radio, man. I'd be just done. 
I was sulking. My, 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 my spirit had gotten low. I had gotten tired of the fight. And I, I, would, I would come on some mornings, man, and I would try, would try not to let on, but I was hurting. I was, because I had been in it for years, man. I had been in this thing for years. And one thing I was doing, I was so busy looking at where I was at. And when I was watching Bishop Jake, he, he preached this sermon. He was talking about so busy looking at where you at that you don't even realize that God has been with you the entire time. And you know what, man, just yesterday, just yesterday I heard this. And I text him, I text Bishop Jakes, and I thanked him because it was an old message I could tell. And I called, I text him up and I said, man, thank you so much. I was just watching you on TV and you told me, man, something that, I, that I'll always remember, that whatever you're going through, that he's there with you the whole time. But see, well, sometimes when you're so busy looking at where you're at, you don't even notice where he is. And see, sometimes, man, that, that helped me. And that's going to help me in the future to realize that what I'm going through, that he's there. He's there with me. And he's going to protect me. And he ain't going to let my enemies overcome me. And he ain't going to let nobody overtake me. And he ain't going to let me go under because he's there. It's just you can't be so busy looking at where you at that you don't take notice of where he at. God is always there. He's always available. And the best way to tap into that and know it is you got to pray. Prayer has changed my life. Prayer can change your life. You can become something if you just pray. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is here live and well in vivid, all living color. I am the one and only himself. We are here to entertain, uplift, educate, and provide moments of levity. Mostly ignorance, though. And I will be that today. I give you my word, ladies and gentlemen. Here I go. But before I go, let me introduce you to the all-star cast. Shirley Strawberry. Please be ignorant today. Embarrass me, Steve Harvey. Good morning. (laughs) Carla Pharrell. Yeah, be ignorant. It's summertime and stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Junior. Just make it a promise, huh? Just promise. Junior, you can help. I'm helping. I'm helping. You can be right there. Ooh. How y'all doing this morning, man? How's you doing, huh? Oh, man, I'm good. You know, just hanging in there, man. Yes. Uh, getting ready. Today is my uh, tournament. Tell us about it, Steve. Golf tournament out at Bears Best today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's just going to be nice. Get on out there and get it done. It's a fundraiser yeah. for the foundation? Fundraiser for the foundation. Going to have a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of good brothers coming out there. We have a good time. Uh, excuse me, that line again. We have a lot of single, beautiful ladies that listen to the show. Uh, Say that again now. A lot mm-hmm. of good brothers will be out there playing golf. Nice place to meet uh, um, upwardly mobile thinking men at golf courses. Just mm-hmm. something Just to say. But I've said that to a certain member of this show, and <laughs> she don't listen. So I'm through explaining it because she hard-headed. <laughs> At all, <laughs> we have you tried. You doing matchmaking yes. for her? <laughs> Man, tried. I'm about almost done. <laughs> I can't try no harder. 
had a thumper upside her head. That's how bad it got. Yeah. So all good though. That that's it's a wonderful yeah. cause as always, Steve. You guys always have a great fun and camaraderie. Yeah, it's great. The Wednesday yeah. is sold out mm-hmm. completely. Okay. No more slots. You know, it was sold out yeah. before. So we added yeah. today. Uh-huh. So we go out there today. It's supposed to be raining, but you know, it's okay. And then you we make go money. out there. Put it in your foundation, and you it helps for you to mentor. Well, we got cigars men. and bourbon, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you well, down with the calls or whatever? Yeah. But you excited well, yes. about the cigars? I'm gonna make bourbon. well, you know, the little kids ain't gonna be out there, so uh-uh. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm coming. What, what year there is this, go. Steve? Because you've been doing your golf tournament every year for how long now? Oh, I don't know. It's been a minute, though, a long time. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing it for a while. In Los Angeles for yeah, many just years. Yeah, it's been going and, on for what? Yeah. Close to 20. Wow. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Close, Close to 20. 20. For yeah. sure. That's wow. awesome, Close Steve. Close to Constantly it. giving back mm-hmm. over 20 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Trying man. to be relevant. You are That's that. all I really ask God for. I don't ask for money or fame. I just want to be relevant. I want to be significant and, and try to change and help as many young people as I can. few adults along the way, you know, if they're willing to listen, but mostly I've dedicated a large part of what I do to the uplifting edification of young people. Purpose. All right. All right, Steve, thank you. Uh, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is here. This one, CLO, is from Irma in Stanford, Connecticut. Stanford, Connecticut. She says, "Uh, I'm in my mid-50s, and I've been dating a man that's my age. He is active on social media and takes lots of pictures with women. He said he loves meeting people, and that's it. There's no romantic involvement with the women. I have no idea if that's true or not, so I've asked him to stop posting the pictures if he wants to continue to date me. Instead of removing the images, he blocked me from his Facebook page. Is this a deal breaker. Oh, wow. What 50-year-old man just love meeting people? Yeah. For what? We are men. We don't do anything without reason. Mm -hmm. We do nothing. Listen to me. I don't care what man it is. We don't do nothing without a reason. I love meeting people. For what? That's cool to love meeting people, but you got to meet them for a reason. Right. The hell I'm gonna be meeting a lot of people for unless I want something. Man, please. Yeah. And it's just women. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so to answer your her question, Steve, it should be a a deal breaker, right? Because he he done blocked you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sure. definitely, that means he's not fitting to stop for you. So he ain't changing right. yeah. for you. Yeah, you yeah. don't mean that much to him, Irma, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, this one's from Dallas. That is the name. Uh, Dallas is an iHeartRadio app listener. Dallas says, my girlfriend and I broke up last week over some money I owed her, and she embarrassed me so badly. I repair computers for a living, and I've been having problems with my uh, sciatic nerve. Um, So I take muscle relaxers for the pain. The pills mess with my libido, and I can't go to work while I'm taking them. So I couldn't have sex or pay my girl back. Uh, She sent a group text to our friends calling me Mr. Microsoft. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> Which implied Ooh. that it 
is small and it doesn't work properly. Can I recover from this? Uh, not in this circle of people. Yeah. <laughs> Find some new friends. You know, <laughs> you know unless, you, unless you change your name to Hard Drive. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love it. I yeah, love that's it. about all you can do, homie. <laughs> I love it. You got to get all a right, new nickname and a, and a Facebook page yeah. started yeah. up called Hard Drive. Hard Drive. <laughs> you know, and that's it. And you can, you, you, you know, and you could put that out there before <laughs> the Microsoft thing hits. Microsoft. You know. That's wow. so mean. That's yeah, that way below the but belt. But if you're going right to stank him, stank him. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't I don't know Come what he was junior. talking about. This, uh, what he got, a scatic, what kind of nerve? You know that sciatic nerve? No, I don't. Okay, well, I've heard of people that have And it. you got to take a pill for it and it makes you. Muscle uh, relaxers, yeah. Muscle relax. Well, you can't, that's the one muscle you can't relax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I'm just telling you. We get yeah. the point. Yeah, we gonna stop taking this here. You got give me give me some Vicodin. <laughs> give me something else, it. dog. But we not gonna take it. muscle relaxer. I love your answer for hard drive. I love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Man. Yeah, that's how you can recover from it, Dallas. All right. Moving on, Francis in Smyrna, Georgia says, I'm 67 years old and my daughter and her son moved in with me after they had a small house fire. Okay, now I'm, this is a guy? Uh, no, Francis is a woman. She's 67. Uh, I believe, yeah. Go ahead. I think it was my grandson's fault, but I don't think my daughter suspects anything is wrong with him. I've been losing sleep since they've been staying with me because my grandson is up all night. He's 14, so his mom allows him to cook and be independent. How do I tell my daughter that her son might need to be evaluated? Whoa. Baby, you need to get him, get him checked out. That's you know, how she tells him. Just like- well, you need to, you know, you got to talk <laughs> like old people. It. Baby, you need to take him down there and get, get somebody to see about him. <laughs> you know. Now, we're going to start with prayer, but if that don't work, we got to get him down to a hospital. Because he done set your house on fire. Yeah. yeah. And, and he finna burn this house down because his ass can't cook it. He in there cooking all types of <laughs> night. And that's probably how he burnt your damn house down. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, but I can't get no sleep because he up wearing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that kitchen. Yeah. I'd ease yeah. up on him at night if I was friends. <laughs> what you doing in here? <laughs> Every time you see him in the kitchen, walk up behind him and go, let me hold $20. <laughs> <laughs> Not the mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me hold twenty dollars. <laughs> if you say that to a fourteen-year-old, you yeah. throw his ass in the song. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, you just gotta. I mean, CLO. She's just gotta tell her daughter point. Uh, her her daughter point blank that her son needs. Yeah, help. we got to get him checked yeah. out. Seriously, because you and don't no want cooking. another disaster yeah. to happen and go to bed at night. Yeah, what fourteen-year-old what kid is allowed well, to the just boy, stay up? First of all, he ain't disciplined. Exactly. She letting him run him up, and and that's what's wrong. No mm-hmm. discipline. Yeah, staying up all night. I mean, I guess it's summertime, but he need practice. He need to be in stuff. <laughs> yeah, but his mom allows him to cook and be independent. No. I don't give a damn if it was you summertime. I had to go to bed. Yeah, you yeah, need structure. Yes. Can just stay up. 
<laughs> that TV off in there, you ain't paying for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Cut those lights out, get yeah. in the bed. Yeah. That is right. You standing in the refrigerator for, you ain't bought nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking out of the milk carton. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. Uh, Ruth Ann in Chicago says, I am recently divorced and my ex-husband is about to get remarried. His mom and I are best friends and we go to the casino together often. I babysat all of his sister's children, so we've been a close-knit family for over 20 years, but that will all change soon. My ex-husband told his family members that I'm off limits now and they need to get used to his new wife. They're not happy about it, neither am I, and do we have to respect his wishes? Well, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might not. But you ain't finna be running with my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Coming up next, uh, I guess Junior's in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. We'll do our Tell Me Something Good Black Girl news. Uh, that's worth waiting for right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus, we'll tell you all about the Black Coalition Against COVID-19 special called Making It Plain Town Hall Meeting tonight. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Junior? Zoom, golly, golly. <laughs> okay. That's it. Zoom, golly, golly. Zoom, golly, golly. Okay. Come on, run it, cat. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach uh, Ty. Ty, is that is that your name, Ty? Yeah, my name is Ty. Who is this? Hey, this Kennedy, man. You can call me Ken, but that, this Kennedy. You work with my wife, uh, with, with my wife, Catrice. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I work with Catrice, man. I've been working with her for years, man. What's going on? Okay, hey, what's 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 up, bro? I, I can't remember if I met you before, Ty, or not. I ain't sure. I, I, but I seen your um, your face. Okay, y'all be uh, the work, the job. Um, y'all be doing this, um, this, this, this Zoom thing, right? Yeah, we do Zoom for conference calls, man. What, what's going on? What's up? Okay, so, so let's let's take hear me out, man. So this what's going on. I noticed, you know, I passed by the office. My wife in there doing the Zoom thing, and I see, you know, all these people on there, and y'all doing the. I, I guess y'all doing the conference call or whatever, but. Yeah. Right. You know, when I look yeah, closer, yeah, but when I look closer, you know, it seemed like when my lady talking, you know, when my wife talking, it seemed like you, you over there uh, uh, touching yourself, winking your eye, Whoa. you know, like you trying to make passes at her, give her a hint or something. You know, I, I don't know what the f*** going on, if you trying to throw her some sign language or something, but all this little, this, 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 this Zoom golly golly bullshit, yeah. this, this He'll got to stop, dog. Wait, wait, wait. First off, man, you got me messed up. And and another thing, man, take all that bass out your voice. You're going to talk to me with a little respect. Now, I've been knowing your wife for years, man. I got nothing but the utmost respect for her. I would never do anything to disrespect her, man. I'm, I'm married myself, man. I wouldn't put myself out there like that. So what so- the f- is you what 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 are you doing while my wife talking on this on this on this on this Zoom, sh- dog? What is you doing? I'm not doing anything but my job, man. And again, we both grown ass men, so you ain't gonna talk to me any kind of way. You ain't gonna talk down to me, man. You ain't gonna call my phone and talk talk to me like a child, okay? I'm, right? t- I'm, t- I'm let me, let me, okay. Let me let me go and put the, let me put this out here right here, Ty. Let me let me tell okay. you right here, Ty. Let me tell you this right now. I'm telling you right here for Lord. 
I, I swear to you, man, if I see my, if I, when my wife get on the Zoom shit again, if I find out you on there touching yourself, look like you wanking at her, I promise you, soon as this, 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 this virus shit get through, I promise you, all that Zoom golly golly shit gonna get your ass whooped. I'm telling you right motherfucking now, dog. Cut that bullshit <laughs> out on that damn conference shit, man. Hey, man, like I done told you, okay? Man, you need to quit talking to me that way. And you know what? F*** you, by the way, man. You ain't gonna call me and talk all this No, f*** you, man. Man. you, man. You ain't gonna no, be with you. my wife with that bullshit touching yourself, wanking. you with your wife, man. You what you, what is you wanking your motherfucking eye for, man? What? I ain't winking at your wife. Are you crazy or something? Are you touched in the head, man? What's wrong with you? I ain't touched. I'm, I'm gonna touch your motherfucking ass up if I find out you on that Zoom with that, that all that Zoom golly golly bullshit gonna get you f***ed up. Well, I tell you what, you are, you better thank God for the coronavirus because if it was anything different, I'd be at your house with your ass right now. You hear what I'm saying? You, you can say what you want and do what you want. Matter of fact, soon as this get up out the air, it's me and you, partner. Oh, Zoom golly golly motherfucker, me and you. I ain't nothing between us but opportunity whenever you ready, motherfucker. Ain't nothing between us but that damn virus. And as soon as that bitch gone, it's me and you. I told my wife you was over there doing that bullshit. I told hey, Catrice you, that. Bro, I told you more than once. I have nothing but respect for your wife, but me and you, we ain't, bro. I, yeah, wait till this is over, man. All this bullshit. You calling me on my phone, talking all this shit. I'm trying to do something. I got a married woman in this house making me crazy right now. Are you out your mind, man. Whatever you ready to come over here and get your ass whooped, you go ahead and come over here. You go ahead and jump. Okay, let me ask you this here. Do you know, do you know Dwayne, Bean, and Big Mike? Do you know them? Y hell yeah, I know them. They're my they're my boys, man. So what you know about them? What I know about them, what I know about uh -huh. them, Ty, is uh -huh. they told, Ty, listen to me, they told me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. You got pranked by your boy Dwayne being a big boy. <laughs> job doing all these uh y'all doing zoom conferences you're doing a lot of them yeah man that's all we've been doing man because you know we can't go anywhere can't meet up with people so man we, we've been doing them a whole lot man that's all we've been doing i hear you well, hang in there man be safe keep your family <laughs> safe man and try to put a laugh on, on somebody's face that's all the nephew trying to do man and you know what man <laughs> we appreciate everything you do during this time man you guys are helping us stay up so thank you bro all right, man, 2020, let me know this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey's show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom, golly, golly. There it is. June, you got any dates, man? Uh, uh, I got something coming up in the fall, man. I'm not going to do nothing this summer, man. I'm going you know, to start a room this summer, but that's about it. I'm not going to. You going to start a room? What? Yeah, I'm going to start a room in Atlanta, man. This is where I can work out at. No. Oh, I thought you said you're going to start a rumor <laughs> no, in no. Atlanta. <laughs> no, no, start a rumor. Junior, didn't you do that once before? Yes, sir. 
I sure did. What does that mean, Junior? What does that mean, Steve? Start a comedy room. What be what work out? Yeah. I came through that one time. I didn't go up. I just came through. He came through. Uncle, you know I'm back on the radio on Saturdays here in Atlanta too. So you know I do that. All right, Junior. Yeah. Magic 107.5. Ten to two, baby. Ten to two. That's right. Catch me each and every Saturday, man. So you know I'm. You have a great show. Got the radio airway. Gonna tell people where to meet me. I just gotta find a room. You know I gotta find a good place around here where we can do it at. That's what I'm trying to find. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I ain't so, been nowhere. I don't go out no more, Junior. I can't help you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, where you live, why would you go out? <laughs> well, them days is over. Them go out days is done. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. So, Junior, you have to find a spot, and then you have yeah. to go and perform there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to find a spot to have everybody come out, man. We're going to have some fun this summer, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah now That's that the world is Opening back up a little bit, we'll definitely yeah. come and support you. Plus, this vaccination, I'm need to get up a little bit more because you know I have sickle cell. I can't really risk this. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, that's, right. that's another yeah. thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Matter of fact, your ass need a mask on right now. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> even at work, even at work, yeah. on the Zoom. while on the mic <laughs> and yeah. on Zoom. <laughs> All right, Junior. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending medical news, guys, the Black Coalition Against COVID-19 will be hosting a special called Making It Plain Town Hall. That will be tonight, June 29th at 7 Eastern Time. The live event will feature White House leaders, medical professionals, and labor union experts who will discuss how COVID-19 is impacting Black unvaccinated essential workers as America reopened. Join the conversation tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook.com slash blackdoctor.org. That's Facebook.com slash blackdoctor.org. Or you can go to YouTube.com forward slash blackdoctor.org. All right? Good. Take care of business. Good information, yeah. Yeah. Don't Mm -hmm. miss out on that information Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Let's y'all let's go, y'all. We gotta get vaccinated. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, um, it ain't. I don't. I I really don't understand the hesitancy, but mm-hmm. at the same time, everybody has to make the decision for themselves. Uh, yeah. I did. I'm not going for the theory p- portion of it. I, let me just tell you this: my in-laws who are in their 80s, mm-hmm. both of them, their 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 nurse gave them COVID. Mm-hmm. The doctor said, thank God you all had them vaccinated. This could have been really bad. Yeah. They suffered hardly any symptoms at all. Beautiful. Good news. I yeah, mean, at best, news. at best, my mother-in-law had a little cold. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my father-in-law, and, and they have pre-existing conditions. So I thank yeah. God for the vaccination because mm-hmm. it would have been bad for them. Amen. Yeah, yeah. that's what the town hall yeah. meeting is for. Educate yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Learn about it. You know, that's right. My crazy ass sister won't take it. Not, not Mona. Uh, Polly. Polly. Oh, yeah. Polly. I don't want to take no shot. Okay, well, stay your <laughs> ass at the house. I Steve. <laughs> no, no, you got to stay your ass at the house now. Yeah. I want to go out, but I, I'm scared to go out. So she's just at the house. There ain't no problem. You can stay at the house, but you know, like you know, you do understand. Show. Yeah. yeah. Huh? It's like a weight come off your shoulders once you get vaccinated. Like you know, I you felt really, relieved. You when I leave. Yeah, I'm telling you. Know, you. I mean, I lost four friends in COVID. So you know, really. COVID. Yeah, four of them, and couldn't go to their funerals because there's only ten people allowed. Mm-hmm. You know. 
so you know that was a personal reason why I got vaccinated. You know, a lot yeah. of reasons why, but that was a big one. Four friends, good friends, mm-hmm. not nobody that I see every now and then. People right. I just talk to. You know, people you just wow. talk to. Yeah, and hit so, home like a lot of people listening to us right now mm-hmm. lost loved mm-hmm. ones and oh, yeah. friends For and sure. Oh, I lost a couple couple, couple people I knew, not close friends, but mm-hmm. some people I knew definitely I lost. And yeah, I think had everyone. some really really close calls with some too. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. knows someone who's been touched by COVID in some way. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, moving on, uh, it is time now for Tell Me Something Good Black Girl Magic News, okay? <laughs> yes, that <laughs> like is the that. title. Yeah. Track star Gabby Thomas just set a new world record, making her the second fastest woman of all time. Thomas just set a new record, yes, um, w- with the record breaking speed of 21.61 seconds in that's 21.61 seconds in women's 200 meter all right that girl was rolling well, that girl was running i'm talking yes. about gone Woo. Yes. <clears throat> she will be heading to tokyo for the summer olympics gabby didn't fall too far behind florence griffith joiner now that this black girl magic harvard grad has reached this amazing feat uh, she's planning her next goal. She's going to have a, uh, to map out a different trajectory for her life now, she says. She wants to make the Olympic team. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. All right, Steve. Yeah, yeah we got to move on. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning, everybody. This is Andrew with the news. I'm going to start with Florida, folks. According to the latest report out of Surfside, Florida, the remains of now 11 people have been recovered out of what's left of that 12-story beachfront condo building that collapsed last Thursday. That leaves over 150 residents still missing and unaccounted for. 150, that's a staggering number, unaccounted for. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levy-Cava says the search, though, goes on day and night. We're going to continue and work ceaselessly to exhaust every possible option in our search. I repeat... The search and rescue operation continues. And now the search and rescue team in Miami has been joined by teams from other parts of Florida, as well as teams from Mexico, even Israel. The work is painstakingly slow because the big pieces of concrete can be removed by machine, but everything else has to be removed by hand. And they're using both video cameras and also listening devices to try and find victims because sometimes in these these things, sometimes a victim is caught in an air pocket and that person is alive. So they're trying to find anybody, any live victims. The Biden administration defending yesterday's airstrikes against Iraq-backed militia in Iraq and Syria. Iran-backed militia, rather. It was in Iraq and Syria. The White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, says the action was meant to protect U.S. and allied positions on the ground. The president's view is that uh, it was necessary, appropriate, and deliberate uh, action, uh, these strikes, uh, designed to limit the risk of escalation. Uh, we will take, and he believes we will should and will take necessary and appropriate measures to defend U.S. personnel, partners, and allies in the region. Now, Pisaki, uh, as of the administration, did notify the appropriate members of Congress before the action was taken. He just didn't go out, they say, like a cowboy. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson filed a suit against a company called Blessings in No Time, or BINT, accusing it of running a pyramid scheme during the pandemic. The lawsuit accuses BINT of defrauding frauding mostly black Texans out of tens of millions of dollars, collecting some $1,400 from each person and promising to bless their family and bring that sum up to eleven grand if they get some other people to sign up. That, folks, is a pyramid scheme, okay? When somebody says that, run. 
Finally, though, today is National Hug and Kiss Day. Oh, wow. Really, 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 truly wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, you know, you and your lovely wife, Marjorie, especially Marjorie, love fashion, okay? Uh, you've been really fly on episodes of Celebrity Family Feud, if we must say so ourselves. Don't we agree, <laughs> everyone on the show? Yes. yes. Man. Blue cheese. I see Blue them. cheese. Blue cheese. You've been watching them, Junior? Yeah, I've been watching I see them. Man, I'll be like, ooh. That boy clean, ain't he? That boy know what he doing. Yeah. yeah, he does. yeah he does. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk about a little bit about style, Steve. Um, you know, tell us about your style. Um, I, I mean, what I like about it is it's youthful. You never, you know, you always tell us about your age. You don't hide your age. And a lot of guys your age look their age, but you dress youthful, but you still keep it age appropriate. You know what I mean? So let's talk and about the that. swag. His yeah, swag. You, you do all of that. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, think? I mean, I've always been a fan of dressing up. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like, you know, into fashion. But I mean, of course, it's evolved over the years, you know. Uh, I used to be strictly urban. Mm-hmm. And I represented the urban culture for show. Very well. You know, the at that time. For those times. Baggy oh. pants, you know, gators. Oh. All the cuffs. Yeah, all of that. Hat. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, as I've I've grown Pimpin'. older. I've, Slowly, I mean, I've always just evolved. This new, I have a stylist uh, that I hired uh, over a, a little over a year ago, and he uh, he's more into more like fitting what's really out color combinations. But we had a talk this year. I said I wanted to go back to some of the colors because of my Facebook watch show. They they said we don't want you to wear you know shirts and ties like you did on your talk show. And okay. the first season of Facebook, okay. we want you to just, you know, you know, what would you wear? And I said, well, I could just wear what I wear when I'm not on TV, which is a little <laughs> more cutting and fashion yes. forward. Yes. And yeah. so we decided to go back to a little bit more colors and mm-hmm. do some more different fabrics that I would wear if I was just mm-hmm. out. Uh, now, Celebrity Family Feud, a conscious decision was made, was to go back to the colors, the kings of comedy colors, Mm. But but with the new tailored fit, yeah. Cut. Uh-huh. and then we did some more fabrics. We started doing a lot of monotones and stuff like that. He introduced this is me strategy. To. You serious? This I know. Is, yeah, I love it. It's uh-huh. intentional. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And it's fun to watch it happen. You know, this new stylist is really smart to what's mm-hmm. out and what's not, and everything that's out ain't for me. So I just really make it my own, like you said. You know, I keep it age appropriate because, mm-hmm. you know, I am 64 years old. Blue cheese forever. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll talk about summertime. It is upon us right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, you guys know that it's summertime. People can't wait to travel and go on vacation. So, Steve, I got to ask you this. What do you like most about going on vacation? Uh, Yesterday, we saw you and Marjorie fishing. Junior, I know you and your family fish. Tommy, you and your mommy fish. What's happening? Steve. Oh, well, we were just out in the backyard. That's all. We were fishing. Oh, you better ball. You better ball, big dog. Ball we were just out in the backyard. Yeah, no, y'all said it, right? go on vacation. We ain't go on vacation. 
It ain't vacation time. If I was on vacation, why is I'm on this radio? <laughs> that ain't vacation today. Right. <laughs> All right, Judy. Just went on. out back. But see, Marjorie. She, she want to fish. I got to go down there and set all her rods and stuff up for her. Oh. And I wasn't even trying to fish. I had on slides and everything. But then she down there, she want to use another rod. So I had to go down there to show her how to use that type of rod. She want to use my rod, which I use a bait caster. She ain't ready for that because now she going to bird nest all day long. She threw my, I told her not to use my rod one time. Well, it's just, it's three different rods. It's an it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a open face. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a uh, bell hosel, right. you know, and then it's a bait caster. I use oh, a bait yeah. caster. Okay. Well, that's you don't know nothing about it, Shirley. What you asked me for? <laughs> We're listening. We're listening. But see, I don't. Shirley asked me. Then when fish. I tell it, then I don't, I don't know nothing about this. What you asked me? You're talking me about for? bait casters. Just throw the rod mm-hmm. in the water and catch a fish. What? That ain't what, what it is. All this extra stuff. Okay. So anyway, we was outside. Me with that. <laughs> In the Just backyard. That's your point. <laughs> I don't know he's he mad. He wasn't on vacation. He's <laughs> so bad. Hell, you bring it up for? Come on, I Junior, saw I you and Marjorie you. on there fishing. Go ahead, yeah. tell her something, Junior. She can yeah. understand. <laughs> don't say nothing complicated. <laughs> oh, okay, well, then, say well, worm or something. Yes, thank you. Shirley, we don't we don't fit. We crabbing people. We crab. You know, we go down together. We got the crab. You know, oh, when we do crab. get down. Yeah, we do crab. You know, when we do get down there, Tommy, because it'd be a fight on the way down there because somebody didn't forgot the nets. Now we got to stop and get nets. Now we got to go get bait. We, it'd, it'd be all day. By the time we get there, the damn crabs that went back in the water. This is too long. This is too long. We were waiting to get caught. They, they take too long. Too many stops. Too many stops. Somebody got to go to the bathroom. That's funny. I'm hungry. Man, I was like, this is the worst trip. That's Tommy, you were fishing the other day in Tampa. I did. I fished in Tampa the other day. I caught a unique, well, it was unique to me. I never caught one. A fish called a pompano. I don't know if What's you ever that? heard of that, but I caught a pompano. Supposedly good for eating, but I. I did you eat it? Oh, oh yeah. You didn't I eat didn't it. eat it, but that was the first time of me catching one, mm-hmm. which, was, oh. which was a good experience. Out in the Bay of Tampa catching some fish, yeah. That's what, what I do. I but me and my, but I can fish in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can fish in my backyard too. <laughs> You're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, he can. I ain't got that kind of. I ain't got oh, that kind of lake. lake that he got. You are on a lake. Yeah, he can fish. I ain't, I ain't got the lake he got. But I no, I'm not on a lake. I'm not on a lake. That's right. I'm you not on a river. lake. I'm, you know, big boy got lake property at his estate. <laughs> you know, at the chateau. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you got a, a, a river. I'm just a little share share river property with other people. <laughs> I don't get the lake. It just happened to go by. Going on, you know, man. Chateau Lake. Is this whose lake is bigger than mine? Size matters. Is that what we're talking about right now? Yeah. I just want to get, get in vacation mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I want some vacation. <laughs> it's time. But Steve, I Here thought you come. were going down to the chateau. Remember you said that you were gonna hang no, with Tom. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go nowhere. I didn't go nowhere. Uh-huh. Have you ever been fishing, it. Carla? Because I've never been fishing. No, I want to learn. It seems relaxing. Is learn. it, guys? Oh, it is. It's very. Yeah. yeah. Right there. What do you have it's, to learn? It's one of my absolute favorite things to, fish, to do. Girl. Oh, it's an. Art. It's your favorite thing to learn. You see what Steve says is one of his favorite things to do. 
Oh, absolutely. Okay. I like See? fishing more than I like playing golf or smoking <gasps> cigars. What? You love All right. doing that. Okay. No, fishing is dope, man. All right, well, we're moving on. Okay. Uh, coming up next, the nephew is here, and uh, he'll have a prank phone call for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. It's a lot going on, and we'll get into that. Yeah, (laughs) we'll get into it in just a little bit. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Yo, baby, got my baby's name. Yo, baby, got my baby name. Yo, baby, got my baby name. Yeah, that's it right there. Come on, cat. Yo, baby, got my baby name. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, Patricia. Patricia. Speaking. Who is this? How you doing? Listen, um, my name is Floyd. Floyd. I want to give you a call. Your your daughter, she attends middle school, right? I'm sorry, what's your name again? Floyd. Floyd. Uh-huh, okay, what can I do for you? Uh, well, like I said, your 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 daughter, she go, she do go to middle school, right? Yeah. Okay. Now her name her name is Derricka. Why you need to know that? Okay. Well. Is something wrong or something? No, no, uh, no, no, nothing wrong. I mean, I don't mean to alarm you or nothing like that, but okay, let me see. So what you calling me for? Well, here's here's the situation. My daughter actually goes to middle school along along with with your daughter. Okay. And. And it's it's a bit of a problem that 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 has arisen that me and my wife just found out about. Okay, what they having some uh, issues, Derek and your baby in 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 some kind of like trouble or something? No, 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 nothing like that. But well, my see, baby don't fool with nobody at that school. She don't mess with nobody. She on the honor roll and everything. I don't have no problems out of Derricka. Right, like right. none. Okay, so I'm okay. just no, trying no, no, to figure out why you calling me. Let, let me no, let me tell you, Miss Miss Patricia, what the problem is. See, my daughter. Name is Derricka. Okay. So, and, and, and it just blew me and my wife away that it was another Derricka that went to school. Okay. All and, right. And, I don't and, know too many Derrickas. That's a unique name. That's cute. Okay. Right. Right. Well, here's the problem. Me and my wife actually, you know, when it was time to name our child, we thought we was really picking a name that nobody uh, would ever pick out for their daughter. And to have another Derricka in the school, that blew us away. And... I, I guess the real reason why I'm trying to call you, Miss Patricia, see if if uh, if there's something maybe we can work out. You know, maybe uh, like your but, Derricka, does wait, she have wait a, 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 wait, a wait, middle wait, name wait, wait. or a nickname she can be called by, and opposed to both of them being Derricka? You wait, know, because we really wait. wanted our child to be the only one with this name. Okay, wait, 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 wait the f- up. Now you calling me and you asking me to change my baby's name? Well, I mean, you, you you ain't really got to legally change. I mean, but just start calling us something else, you know? No, no, wait a minute. So what, you the naming police or something? Do you know how many Anns and Lewis's and Patricia's out there? What if I ask every in, in the United States to change their name from Patricia? You know how crazy that is? And I understand that. You must be on drugs. No, what I'm trying to say is... You know, this, this is something that we really had for our baby girl was this name, and we didn't want nobody else to have this. So I, does your Derricka have a middle name she can use? Uh, no. We're going to call her Derricka like we've been calling her. You name your baby Dee Dee. Let's call your baby Dee Dee then. You change y'all, y'all change y'all baby name at the school. I'm not calling I'm not calling my call baby no Dee Dee. I don't give a 
what you call it, but I'm not changing my baby name. Hey, listen, okay, look, I- I'm trying to call you and handle this like adults, you know, but you seem to see you're going to push my button and take me to another level. Obviously, you ain't calling me trying to handle no shit. It doesn't ask me to change my baby name. Call my baby something else at the school because y'all want y'all baby name to be Derek and the only Derek in the school. Hey, you know how I many other kids at the damn school got the same name? I understand that, but for my baby girl, it ain't supposed to be like that. Huh? Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your baby girl and your wife. But, you know, I'm not changing my baby damn name. Y'all call y'all baby D. No, what I'm trying to do is get it rectified that we can call. So, how in the f*** you get my phone number? I know that school ain't gave you my number. I, I got your number. Don't worry about yeah. how I got it. The problem is, that what we're talking about right now is can we, what can we start calling your child? I don't give a sh- I know that school ain't called you no, and gave you my listen, damn number. L- listen, ma'am, all I'm trying to do is figure out what can we start calling your daughter. Uh, Derrica, like she been being called. You and your wife, y'all need to go down to the final statistics office and get y'all baby name or conjure up some other kind of name for her. But my baby gonna keep the same damn name. Let me explain something to you. I've been trying to be calm with you. You done lost your but if you don't find something else to call her, I'm going to get all the other kids to call her. How you get my number? Don't worry about how I got the number. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. If you don't find another name, I'm going to start getting the kids to call your daughter something else. You get them to call my baby something else. I promise you I'm whipping everybody's who called my baby something else. You're going to have to change your baby name. I want my baby name to be Derricka. Joe! Joe! Come up in here. This is Excuse me? My princess is supposed to be the only one named Derricka. How did you call your baby something else at the school? I'm going to have these kids starting tomorrow at school calling your daughter something else. I'm not staying on this phone with you like this number. Hang up off my phone and don't call my phone. Let me tell you something. I got one more thing I need to say to you. You listen to me? What? Are you listening to me? I'm listening to you. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Crazy, you sound right. <laughs> he been stupid, baby. She said, "You name your baby, Dee Dee." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen, people. You name uh, your baby, Dee Dee. <laughs> let me uh, let me take a look at the stupid uh, calendar and see what we have coming up on the stupid calendar. Bring it. Uh, yes, we have coming up on. the... On the stupid calendar, we have Virginia Beach Funny Bone. That's on the calendar. Uh-huh. That's July 16th, 17th, and 18th. That's on the stupid schedule. 
Uh, also on the stupid schedule is Washington, D.C. for the hit TV show, Ready to Love. Getting ready to be there for about three or four months shooting across the entire city. That's the whole DMV there. That's uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. <laughs> the nephew is coming to town. So that is the stupid schedule. So uh, be on the lookout. You may be a part of the schedule uh, and be able to experience stupid at its best. Uh, it doesn't what? get any better than that. Who is this? My girl. Excuse me, who is I this? Know, yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> who are you? What? Where's what? Tommy and bring him back? Yeah. <laughs> what have you done with Tommy? Who is in there? <laughs> Just, oh, yes. just trying to be, uh, you know, a little bit of both, a little bit of Tommy, a little bit of Thomas, just kind of blend that thing and just let people know what, what? the hell going Why? on. And what's on the stupid schedule. Y'all don't like, do y'all not like Thomas? Oh. Mm. Hey, we, we just never show. know. Did you just throw your hand, Shirley? Did you just throw, uh, uh, I, uh, <laughs> what was that? What was it? Uh. That was boy bye to yeah. Thomas. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> we a morning show. We ain't the quiet storm. Yeah. Tell them, Junior. Yeah, okay. Get ready. Stupid coming to town. Virginia Beach. Funny bone, baby. July 16th, 17th, and 18th. Stupid at its best. Straight ignatrocity is on the road. And uh, Washington, D.C., I'll keep it sexy when I get there. Y'all stay tuned. All right? There you have it. Better. There we go. Uh, <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, thank you, nephew. Coming Who knows? The strawberry letter today. Me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids will get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. You could be the ones who's whoever, you could be the one whose letter we're reading right now. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you never Buckle know. Up. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Subject me. My husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. Woo! All right, let's get into this one. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am 42. Uh, I'm a 42-year-old married woman, and I've been married for four years. Um, I have two children from my first marriage, and he came with four children from his first marriage. A month ago, we celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary, and I found out that he had a girlfriend for as long as I've been married, as long as we've been married. She called him early on the morning of our anniversary, and I answered since he was putting out the trash. The number was stored as Damien, so I thought it might be one of his co-workers. It was a woman on the phone, and she said, Good morning, babe. What time will you be here? Mm. I responded, and she was startled to hear my voice, but she called me by my name. She said it was her daughter's third birthday, and I asked, Whose daughter? She poured out her heart to me and uh, said she has two children by my husband, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Her voice sounded familiar, and I asked her real name, and she said, we go to the same hairstylist, but we have never met. I told her to wait till my husband came back in so he could clear things up. I had her on speakerphone, and he was shocked to walk in and hear her voice. I asked if he really was the father of her children, and he said yes. He's done two DNA tests to prove it. He sat on the bed next to me and took the phone from me. We cried together, and he asked me to forgive him. 
Since that day, I've met his other two kids, which gives us a total of eight children. D has planned to move away for a while and asked us to keep the kids. I'm barely dealing with the affair and now I have to raise his outside children? My husband keeps saying he chose to marry me and not her. What do I do in this situation? Please help. Okay, first of all, you say no. Okay, no, you're not taking care of anyone's kids. Uh, this woman ha- has a lot of nerve. I mean, sh- she has to be slightly out of her mind, I'm thinking, because she can keep her own kids. Uh, I-, I know she didn't think you would be babysitting the kids when she was sleeping with your husband. You think? Just because you forgave him doesn't mean you have to stay with him. So what you guys cried together? What else could he do in that moment, okay? What else could he do? He was busted. Yeah, cry. That's good. Let's go there. And and, um, don't you, you know, look, don't you go feeling all sorry for your husband and, you know, getting soft on him. He cheated on you. He cheated. Uh, inside, he was probably praying you didn't kill him in his sleep when he when he, you guys were crying together. And that's why he cried. Sleep. He, <laughs> Ain't nobody going to sleep in that house. <laughs> that's, that's why he cried. He was scared, okay? He made not one but two kids with this woman. Was he crying then? Maybe an ecstasy. Uh, Stop feeling like you have to do something. You've asked us, what do you do? Uh, He said he chose to marry you. Okay, he also chose to cheat and have two kids with this woman who goes to the same stylist as you. So you know she knows all about you, your husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. The girlfriend doesn't need to go anywhere. uh, Talking about she needs to move away for a little while. No, you make her stay right here and deal with her own kids. You take your kids and leave them. Steve? Subject, me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. This letter should read like I said in the promo. Me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids, the police, the hospital, child protective services, and the coroner. Oh, wow. All this need to be in this letter. Uh, This lady's 42, been married four years, got two children from her first marriage. He came with four children from his first marriage. And a month ago, they celebrated their fourth wedding anniversary, so that means you all don't have any children together. Right. You got two before, and he had four before. And uh, fourth, you celebrate your fourth anniversary, and you found out that he's got a girlfriend for as long as y'all been married. Now, here's what happened. She called him early on the morning of our anniversary. I answered the phone. Why? Because he was putting out the trash. The number was stored as Damien. So I thought it might be one of his co-workers. It turned out it's a woman on the phone. She said, good morning, babe. What time will you be here? What? And I responded, and she was startled to hear your voice. But she called you by your name and said it was their daughter's third birthday, and I asked whose daughter, and that's when she poured out her heart. Now, let's stop right here. You didn't had, this man didn't had an affair three years ago which was mean that the baby was, they was had making the baby uh, nine months, 10 months before that. And they had this baby on the same day as your anniversary. That's ironic, man. And so now she, uh, he asked her, good morning, babe. 
what time will you be coming by here? Now, I don't know how he was going to play the birthday and the anniversary. <laughs> God, dog. Exactly. Now, he, she expecting him over to, hey, babe, what time will you be here? What he finna tell his wife on anniversary that he finna go and they got a baby's birthday? Boy, this is ugly. When we come back, it gets ugly up. Yeah, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve. Uh, The subject, me, my husband, the girlfriend, and the kids. Yeah, this lady's married to this man for four years. Come to find out he didn't have a girlfriend the whole time and she's pregnant she has a three-year-old by him and a one-year-old we ain't even got to the one-year-old yet uh and uh she called the man's house while he was out taking the trash out and the wife picked up the phone because it was listed under damien she thought it was one of the co-workers and it was a woman on the phone and the baby she answered the phone and said good morning babe what time would you be here and then the lady answered the phone and said she was startled to hear my voice but she called me by my name she said it was their daughter's third birthday. I asked whose daughter. She poured out her heart to me. She has two children by my husband, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. I don't know how he was going to play this birthday and anniversary. Lord Jesus, I wish you to put that in this letter. Her voice sounded familiar, and I asked her her real name, and she said, we go to the same hairstylist, but we've never met. Now, hmm. she's fully aware of you. You haven't been aware of her. I told her to wait till my husband came back in so he could clear things up because undoubtedly this woman is doubting that this woman got the right man. You talking about y'all got a baby. I had her on speakerphone. He was shocked to walk in and hear her voice. Lady, lady, shocked is an understatement. Shocked ain't what he was. (laughs) What was he, Steve? I'm going to tell you, man, on the inside of his head, That was a, a cherry bomb M80 explosion. <laughs> I mean, his wow. whole brain liquefied and was running around his head loose. I, he was not like? shocked. <laughs> this is what his brain sounded like okay, when I he walked hear in that. and heard, heard you talking to her. Uh-huh. That's how I scrambled. That's a lot. It was... The people was running around in his head having a riot. <laughs> he didn't know what was that. <laughs> it was that type of noise. So then his pants couldn't have been cleaned though. His pants. Oh, dog, he didn't know <laughs> what <laughs> happened to him. And then he was shocked to hear her voice understatement. I asked if he really was the father of the children. He on speakerphone. He got to say yes, yes. And he's done two DNA tests to prove it. He sat on the bed next to me and took the phone from me. Let me get this heifer off this phone. First baby, baby, baby. He gave him a little bit of relief to have the phone. Oh, did it? Uh, it, gave, it just a little bit. It wasn't much, but it was just. And then we cried together. <sighs> Who cares? I wouldn't have gave a damn about together, but I sure would have been crying, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, what else I can would, you do? I wouldn't, it wouldn't have mattered to me if you joined in or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. He was lucky to be alive at that and point. And he asked me to forgive him. Well, mm. now, a lot of time has occurred because she went from, he asked me to forgive him to, since that day I've met his other two kids, that's yeah. a three-year-old and a one-year-old, which gives us a total of eight kids. Uh, Here where the letter gets stupid. D, now this is the, the, the helper name. The girlfriend, yeah. D has planned to move away for a while, and she asked us to keep the kids. What? Exactly. Whoa, 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 no. whoa, 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 whoa. Where D going? <laughs> she has to move away. D, D sound like she finna go get a fresh start. She's stressed out. D finna she get some the- of this stress off of her. Yeah. D been tired of living this lie. Now, that's why she just poured her heart out, because she was tired of holding this. And now oh. you on the phone, let me let this go. Mm-hmm. And now, since I done let it go, let me go get me a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Y'all keep these kids for me, because I need to go start over. I need to find me a new life somewhere. No, nah, helpful. And then she said, D has planned to move away for a while and ask us to keep the kids. What you mean, a while? What? The hell is a while? You gonna see your sister for a week and you coming back? What the hell is a while? Take your kids. What about I'm barely kids? dealing with the affair and now I have to raise his outside children. No, no you don't. No. And wait a minute, how do D get to get the break? Exactly. <laughs> D did the D did the deed. Now she get the break. She did the dirt. <laughs> My husband keeps saying he chose to marry me and not her. Well, that ain't no consolation prize. Yeah. You can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I would rather you married her and ask me to be the sideline chick. Let me make that decision. But no, you married me, got me thinking I got something, and not come to find out you got a sideline chick. So you want to know what you should do. The kid, First of all, the kids have no blame in this. Mm-mm. No, they don't. My question to you is, are you going to forgive him? But I'm not keeping him. Uh, I can't tell you what to do. Do you want to remain in this marriage? And only you can answer that question. I'm not going to tell you to leave him because it don't sound like you planning on doing that. Now, been deep in living this lie and needs a break. <laughs> and she sounds like she couldn't wait to stop hiding her kids. And I don't know how long he didn't hit a three-year-old and a one-year-old. It's hard to hide two kids. You know everybody yeah. at the salon knows about it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The hairstylist got to know. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Right. But you knew All her right, voice Steve. from being under the damn uh, hair dryer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's how loud y'all today. in there talking. Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? What is going on with Scotty Pippen? Oh, my God. What? Scotty's out here rattling some feathers, people. Now, he has a book coming out, okay? Now, take that in mind. He has a book coming out called Unguarded. Now, in this book, Scottie Pippen says that Phil Jackson was a racist. Now, I've never mm. heard that about Phil Jackson. Ever. You ain't never heard nothing about it. And this is how he got to the conclusion. It was a game against the Knicks. Well, Scottie, well, Scottie Pippen was on the sideline with Tony Kukoc. They over there in the huddle. And Phil Jackson drew up a play for Tony Kukoc to hit the game-winning shot and not Scottie Pippen. Pippen took himself out the game. And then Tony Kukoc goes out, hit the shot. Now, where in there is the racism? <laughs> 
He picked the white man to shoot the ball instead right. of the black dude. Okay. That, I thought this was basketball. That's what I thought this was. He didn't call you no names or nothing. This is about the least racist thing I can see. Yeah. But that's how he got to Real racism to deal with that, Scotty. Yeah. Way too much other stuff going on. I mean, I mean and this is, a, this is the crazy part. Then he says he was not given enough credit that Michael Jordan was not the real leader in the locker room. He was. And he oh. didn't get any respect from the organization or the press. Now, this, he got a book uh, coming out, but we're not going to sell this. We saw the movie. <laughs> movie? Oh, the documentary? Oh, the documentary. Yeah, like the we saw dance. that. Uh-huh. He damn sure looked like the leader in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. All the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. So, I don't know what it is. Come on, Scotty. This is not a good look, man. I mean, he going after everybody. Kevin Durant said Kevin Durant can't win the championship without any help. Now, this is kind of ironic. Yeah. I don't know what Scotty talking about. I mean, you did have Michael Jordan. I don't know what. The greatest biggest help, help ever. Ever. I right, got your six ring. When Jordan retired for them two years, where was you at? <laughs> leader. <laughs> yeah. Since we talk about a leader, Scotty, I mean, you had two years to get one. You didn't. You, he came back. You got three more. Sound like you need Jordan. No, that's, that's, that's Here's just. what I think happened. Okay. I think Scotty was writing a book. Oh. I think Scotty could have made some off-color remarks, but I don't really see how he could have thought he could print that in a book. I, I really don't. Know. don't. He I don't printed it. <laughs> I don't even Yeah, he wants to sell a lot of books. He got to be. That's all this could be for. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why you make that comment, man. I mean, like you said, we saw it now. We saw yeah. it last one. Now, we saw it. We saw when you didn't Show come back looked in the like game. it was about Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Man, I'm trying to see where the rest of y'all was in there. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, are your 20s really the best years of your life? Hmm. Think about hey. that. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While some people would love to go back to relive their 20s, uh, you hear people talking about that all the time. Were those years really, really the best time of your life? Um, Well, according to a new poll, not everyone thinks so. A new YouGov survey asks Americans, what are the best years of your life? 24% of people do believe that their 20s were the best time in their life, but almost an equal amount say their best years were between 30 and 39. So I got to ask you, Steve and the guys, what what years would you say were the best years of your life and why? Mine? And And if you could what? And if you could relive any age, what would it what would it be and why? I go back to sixty four. That's last right. year, right? Your best year. That's now. I'm gonna go right on back sixty four. I'm not going back to the damn twenties of mine. <laughs> why, Steve? I had every major failure. Uh-huh. Was that when you were homeless in your twenties? Well, I was just started at thirty. Mm-hmm. Married, flunked out of school. Mm-hmm. Lost a bunch of jobs. Didn't have my uh, sugar honey iced tea together. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. them 20s was brutal for me, man. Yeah. <sighs> I learned a lot in them 20s. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, best, the best years, the Bible promised me this, though. Said if you honor me, your latter days will be greater. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's that's what I'm living. I'm living my best life now. So yeah, okay, yeah. What about you, uh, Junior? 
2011 and on. So <laughs> how old were you then, though? Uh-huh. 33. Oh, okay, 33. and up until yeah. now. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's what the day I got so the call to come work for Uncle Steve on this morning oh. show. Best, <laughs> best <laughs> damn decision and day moving forward. I'm, right. I'm not going back to my 20s. I, I was starting comedy. I was horrible at it. I wasn't moving nothing. I wasn't getting no work done. And I had no family support. You couldn't go back to nobody's house. Nah, I'm I'm grateful to God for right now. Today, as a matter of fact, this morning, best day of my life. Did they think it was a a stupid career to get into? What do you mean? Yeah, surely. Every time you a call over there, well, how much money we make today, Mister Comedian? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I love your family, Junior. They, can take them they just keep it warm. They keep it. Don't say yeah, no. Yeah. Don't say Don't no. Don't even call yeah. back. <laughs> what about you, nephew? What about Mid you? Mid-40s and up. Okay. Mid-40s and up. Not your 20s. And- oh, no. No, I supposed to die four times in my 20s. No. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. I was supposed to be up out here. Oh, die four times, or go went to jail three times. No. Okay. That was it. When so, this was rough. So what's so good about your uh, mid-40s till now? Uh, a lot more focused. Mm-hmm. You know, calm down. Uh, 100% calm down. But Excuse man. me? Yeah. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. You're oh, it was wild and missed. Hold, this is a news what? flash. Okay, Way you're calm now. <laughs> you're the hothead on the show. What? It's way wild and missed. What oh you say, God. Tommy? The word is you're welcome. Because you what? Calm I've done very well. There's no way you're calm Ain't now. No way. There's no way, Tommy. Man, my twenties. I was snapping right on off. Let's get it cracking. We fight right here, right now, in the church. I don't care. Let's go. You and your oh, uncle man. are similar in that you both like to fight. <laughs> okay. No, it's not like to, but, you know, if we got to. You'll rise to the occasion. Yeah, yeah. I ain't running Yeah, I me. definitely don't want to. Uh-huh. Definitely don't want to. But I'm not standing here while you just whooping on me. We're not going to do that. Say my favorite line, Steve. Yeah. What is I'm uh, doing? Why, why are you kicking my ass? What is I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just tell me what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, you got to fight back, right? <laughs> Bro, I, I ain't here for that. <laughs> I just want to know my role. Right. Yeah. Right. right. We ain't posing for this picture. Right. <laughs> I didn't agree to do this scene in the movie. <laughs> it's going to be some pushback over here, Paul. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. While the daytime Emmys had to apologize to actress Veronica Red, Veronica Red took over for actress Marguerite Ray, her role as maid Mamie Johnson on the soap opera Young and the Restless. Veronica Red, who is still alive, um, well, her picture was inadvertently used during the daytime Emmys in, in a memoriam segment. Um, the daytime Emmys released a statement saying, we deeply regret this era and attend to, intend to re-edit this segment for digital releases. Mm. Okay. Just Isn't Cheryl story. hosting this? Yeah. 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 Okay. She, she wow. may have been the one to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I mean, did they I already have could relate to. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> I'm always, I know, I know that's what you but guys But y'all, say. they already had the daytime Emmys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they had, they had to apologize oh, to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah for they for made putting her picture up. Yeah. They made yeah. that mistake saying she was gone already. Did, and thank yeah, you, Carla, seems, for pointing that out. <laughs> I do saying, have a I tendency. Story, I was like, mm. <laughs> I do have a tendency sometimes to. Kia yeah, will people. take you out of here. <laughs> Won't she? Out of here. Ah. I'm sorry. He's the biggest virtual funeral home I ever seen. She'll get you out of here. I need to be unburied by the Bernards. <laughs> I get a head start. I know. Well, at least they apologized. Yes, and, they did. And, and made it right. So that's the, the important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yes, we will. <laughs> Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right sure. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending medical news, guys, the Black Coalition Against COVID-19 will be hosting a special called Making It Plain Town Hall. That will be tonight, June 29th at 7 Eastern Time. The live event will feature White House leaders, medical professionals, and labor union experts who will discuss how COVID-19 is impacting Black unvaccinated essential workers as America reopens. Join the conversation tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook.com slash blackdoctor.org. That's Facebook.com slash blackdoctor.org. Or you can go to YouTube.com forward slash blackdoctor.org. All right? Good. Take care of business. Good information. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Mm -hmm. miss out on that information Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Let's y'all let's go, y'all. We gotta get vaccinated. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, um, it ain't. Over. I don't. I I really don't understand the hesitancy, but mm-hmm. at the same time, everybody has to make the decision for themselves. Uh, yeah. I did. I'm not going for the theory p- portion of it. I, let me just tell you this: my in-laws who are in their 80s, mm-hmm. both of them, their 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 nurse gave them COVID. Mm-hmm. The doctor said, thank God you all had them vaccinated. This could have been really bad. Yeah. They suffered hardly any symptoms at all. Beautiful. Good news. I yeah, mean, at best, news. at best, my mother-in-law had a little cold. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my father-in-law, and, and they have pre-existing conditions. So I thank yeah. God for the vaccination because mm-hmm. it would have been bad for them. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the town hall yeah. meeting is for. Educate yourself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can, yeah, yeah man. Learn about it. You know, that's right. My crazy ass sister won't take it. Not not Mona. Polly. Polly. Yeah, I don't want to take no shot. Okay, stay your (laughs) ass at the house. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) No, no, you got to stay your ass at the house now. Yeah. I want to go out, but I'm scared to go out. So she just at the house. Ain't no problem. You can stay at the house, but you know, you know, you do understand. Yeah. yeah. Huh? It's like a weight come off your shoulders once you get vaccinated. Like you know, I you felt really relieved you when I leave. Yeah, I'm telling you. Know, you. I mean, I lost four friends in COVID. So you know, really COVID. Yeah, four of them, and couldn't go to their funerals because there's only ten people allowed. Mm-hmm. You know. So you know that was a personal reason why I got vaccinated. You know, not yeah. a reason why, but that was a big one. Four friends, good friends, mm-hmm. not nobody that I see every now and then. People right. I just talk to. You know, people you just wow. talk to. Yeah. And hit so, home like a lot of people listening to us right now mm-hmm, lost loved mm-hmm. ones and oh, uh, yeah, friends and sure. Oh, I lost a couple mm-hmm. couple, couple, couple people I knew, not close friends, but mm-hmm. some people I knew definitely I lost. And yeah, I think had some really really close calls with some too. So everyone yeah. knows someone who's been touched by COVID in some way. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll have some closing remarks from our fabulous, wonderful leader, our fearless leader, Mr. Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day. It's been a pretty good day. Uh, yeah. Good. Hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Tuesday yeah. and short Best week. Point. Well, not mm-hmm. short week, but the holidays. Yeah, but coming the holidays, I Thank know. Thank you. <laughs> we're, in, we're in vacation mode, I think. Get out yeah. of here so I can get out to this golf tournament today and uh, uh-huh. tomorrow. You know, you know, I wanted to talk about something because I was uh, Sunday, my closing remarks, uh, Sunday, I watched two uh, sermons on computer Sunday. Uh, that's I do that often, Don't not just Sundays, but, you know, whenever I'm doing my meditation, sometimes I decide. I was watching a sermon by Joel Osteen, and I was, I was thinking about some things after he got through, and I thought about something that I've changed in my thought process that has helped me a great deal. I'm gonna try to share it with you. It it may not be crystal clear to some people. Some people may get it because they may not understand where I'm coming from. But, you know, uh, I don't worry like I used to. And I know I'm not talking about that saying where if you gonna pray about it, don't worry about it, and if you gonna worry about it, don't pray about it. I'm not talking about that. Because I've been saying that for years and been worrying anyway. I'm talking about really what I've really grown to understand about worry and my future. And I know it's only human nature to be concerned about your future, try to figure out your next move and and what you're going to do now. That's human nature. Uh, And I've, I've, I've been extremely guilty of that. I mean, I spend a great deal of time thinking about my future, my next move. I even took it so far was I would set a goal and then I would go about the goal with the idea of how I thought the goal should be accomplished. Now, that's human nature also, correct? But as I've grown older, I've found out that, Steve, you have to not only have your goals and the things you want in life, And you have to have a plan, but you have to open up your plan also, Mr. Harvey, to the will of God. That has been the key for me of late. And I really started gathering this during the pandemic. See, sitting down during the pandemic got me really, really in a better place with my spirituality because it it made me understand it a lot better. I mean, just a lot better, you know. So uh, I, 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 was, I, was, I was sitting there, and I thought about all the times that I worried about different things, you know. But what I had to come to terms with was, as I planned my life, and I ordered to st- and I wrote down the steps I thought it should go, the key that I was missing was, I failed. I failed to incorporate God's will. And that right there would cause me, because God gives us the power of choice and God allows us as the creatures that he created to make decisions, he has to allow me to make those decisions. 
just like I could decide to use God's will, I can also decide to do it my way. So in doing it my way, I found that I was working against myself sometime because he had to go ahead and let my will exist because that's the power of my choice. And then I have to work back through it later when I find out God really wanted me to do something else. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, and I knew I was going to have a struggle with it because I don't have the quite the order of it in my head. But if you could stay with me for just a second, I'm going to clean it up for you. If what I was working on and what I was planning on was not exactly the will of God and he would have done it another way, me going about it, doing it my way was getting in the way of his way and it was delaying the blessing and it was causing me to take the long way round. Does that make better sense? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. So what I had to stop doing was I had to stop making these concrete plans and setting it out there so rigid. This is how I want to go, and then I want this step in that way. So now when I make a plan and I have an idea and I put it on my vision board, I always say, God, give me the understanding to know what your will is and your way is to help me better understand the way you want me to do it and give it to me in the time and the fashion you got set up for me. And I got out the way. And once I got out the way, y'all, it made the worrying go out the window. Because now I don't have to worry about should I call this person and order this? Should I call that person and see if I can get them to see it this way? No, nah, man. I asked God for it. I put it out there. I made a plan. But I opened it up to the will of God. And I got to tell y'all something, man. It has changed the worry factor because now that I know that God is always working on my behalf and always working on your behalf, just like he always has, I just had to get out the way so I could allow him to do it his way. Because it's only going to happen in due, in a certain amount of time, in, in due time anyway. It's not going to always happen when you want it to anyway. Have you heard somebody say if you want something bad enough, it'll happen? Do you know how untrue that is? You know how many things I've really wanted and never got? That ain't true. You can want it all you want. If, but if you could learn to put it into God's will, you would be amazed how you could get it and you could get it in a way that he wants you to have it and he fix it up in a way where can't nobody take it from you. And it causes you not to worry anymore. And that's the thing I've come to. I'll try to better explain it again tomorrow maybe, but I hope you got something from it. Those are my closing remarks. Have a great day. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 